Hello there, faithful listeners. It is Jen here with P40Ministries.com. We are in Genesis chapter 20 today. I'm actually going to jump right in because I feel like I'm going to go a little bit longer than I usually do with this one because there's a lot to cover. And I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 8 today. Now you can read out of whatever version you prefer, but I'm going to be reading out of the AMP version of the Bible. And obviously, if you are commuting to work, you don't have to read along in your Bible. You can just go ahead and listen. So grab your cup of coffee and let's start reading. Now Abraham journeyed from there toward the Negev, the south country, and settled between Kadesh and Shur, and he lived temporarily in Gerar. Abraham said again of Sarah his wife, she is my sister. So Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah into his harem. But God came to Abimelech in a dream during the night and said, Behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken as your wife, for she is another man's wife. Now Abimelech had not yet come near to her. So he said, Lord, will you kill a people who are righteous and innocent and blameless regarding Sarah? Did Abraham not tell me she is my sister? And she herself said, He is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands I have done this. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know you did this in the integrity of your heart, for it was I who kept you back and spared you from sinning against me further. Therefore I did not give you an opportunity to touch her. So now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her to him, Know that you shall die, you and all who are yours and your household. So Abimelech got up early in the morning and he called his servants and told them all of these things. And the men were terrified. So we remember from Genesis chapter 12 that Abraham does this exact same thing regarding his wife Sarah. He says, she is my sister. It was in Genesis chapter 10 or I'm sorry, Genesis chapter 12, verses 10 through 13, when Abraham, or Abram at that time, said that Sarah, his wife, was his sister. And he does the exact same thing again. So it says in verse 1 here of Genesis chapter 20 that Abraham decided to move from where he was because you remember he lived under the oaks of Mamre or Mamre, whatever they're called. After Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, He journeys from there and he lives in Gerar, which is the south country, and he lives there as a foreigner. So it's very possible that because of the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing, and because Abraham could see the smoke rising from there, that it was probably a very depressing place for him to live. So he moves from there because I I can imagine I wouldn't want to see that every single morning to see what God had destroyed, I would rather move from that area and live somewhere else. So he moves and he lives in Gerar. So Abraham says again of his wife, Sarah, who was 90 years old at this point, he says, she is my sister. So why do you suppose Abraham did this? He did this because he was afraid once again. He was afraid of dying. And it's very possible that he still didn't believe 
that Sarah could produce a son for him. Because you remember, he laughed when God had said that Sarah would produce a son. So he gives his wife, Sarah, away. And you have to remember that culturally in this time, women were not respected. Sarah, if she, if she was told to do this, probably would have had to go along and just do it. And in other areas of scripture, actually in the New Testament, it says that Sarah was an obedient wife. So she just did whatever her husband told her to do. She was an obedient and submissive wife. And culturally, that would have been an appropriate thing for Sarah to be because women were not treated the way they are treated now, where they were treated as less than equal. So Sarah goes along with what Abraham says, and she can she does say, I am his sister. So now this king, King Abimelech, sees Sarah, and you have to remember that she was a very beautiful woman, even at 90 years old. Many scholars think also that Sarah had almost reversed in age, in a sense, rejuvenated because God had said she was going to be a mother. And at 90 years old, Sarah would have been far too old to produce children, even for this time period. So she probably did have to almost rejuvenate, in a sense, in order to produce a son that God had promised. So it's very likely that she was still very beautiful. And so this king sees her, and this king believes that she was the sister of a very prominent figure, who was Abraham. She, she was the sister of a very prominent figure that came and lived in his city, Abimelech city. The harems were also for a status and a political kind of thing. So it's very possible that even if Sarah wasn't as beautiful as, as scholars believe she was, Abimelech still would have taken her to show some sort of um, peace treaty, in a sense, with Abraham. So he would have taken Sarah into his harem to show that he was on friendly terms with Abraham. I'm going to take care of your sister. She's going to live in my harem. She's going to be treated well and whatever else. This was a show of politics, saying that he has a peace treaty with Abraham. So Abraham just lets her go and he's like, okay, Sarah, bye. See you later. And God comes to Abimelech in a dream that night and Abimelech is sleeping and God says, you are a dead man because of the woman you have taken as your wife for she is another man's wife. And I find this really interesting God's choice of words here. He really put the fear of God into Abimelech, I should say, because he says to him, you are dead because of the woman you have taken into your home. And Abimelech's like, but I didn't know. She says that she was, she said that she was his, his sister. And, and he himself said that he was her brother. I did not know, God, are you going to kill a people who were innocent in this matter? And God says to him, okay, I know that you acted innocently, but you need to get her out of your house. And you know, many people think that God was being so harsh when he said this to Abimelech because Abimelech didn't know. But he needed to be harsh with Abimelech 
First off, he knows Abimelech better than anybody else because God created Abimelech. And secondly, this was a huge, huge matter. Imagine if Abimelech had taken Sarah and had slept with her. To this day, scholars would say that Jesus was not of Abraham's line. They would say that that Jesus could possibly be of Abimelech's line. And that would cause confusion and chaos. And it would act like Jesus is a liar saying that he is from the line of Abraham and that he's not really God. It could do so much damage. And God knows all this. He can see past, present, and future. And he knows that if Sarah stays in Abimelech's house and Abimelech has sex with her, that to this day, it would be disputed where Jesus came from. Did he come from Abraham or did he come from Abimelech? God knows this. So he's harsh with Abimelech because he wants Sarah out of that house. He does not want Abimelech to sleep with Sarah. That was not in his plan from the very beginning. So he says to him, you are a dead man unless you get this woman out of your house. She does not belong to you. She should not be in your home. And Abimelech says, I'm innocent. Please believe me. And God says, okay, I know you're innocent. But if you don't get this woman out of your house, know that you are a dead man. And not just you, but all of the people who are in your house. And he says, I know you acted innocently, and that is why I kept you from her. I kept you from sinning against me even further and sleeping with a woman who is not your wife. And God says, I was the one who kept you from touching her. So God intervened for Sarah's sake. He intervened and he protected Sarah and he protected her marriage. Because Abraham, from the very beginning, it's very clear that Abraham did not care very much about this marriage that he had with Sarah. He didn't care because he does this the first time in Egypt. He just sends Sarah away. He does this with Hagar, the servant. He takes her as his wife and has a son with Hagar rather than Sarah. And then he does it again here in Genesis chapter 20 where he says once again, See you later, Sarah. You can go and be another man's wife. I don't care. Abraham clearly does not care very much about this marriage. And Sarah was being protected. God had intervened on behalf of Sarah. And God says, Return Sarah to Abraham for this man Abraham is a prophet he is going to pray for you and you are going to live and he is going to heal you but if you don't return Sarah to Abraham know that you are going to die you and all who are yours in your household that's what God says to Abimelech and Abimelech wakes up super early in the morning and he calls all of his servants and he tells them everything that had happened And the servants are freaked out. It says they were terrified. So I guess on Friday we're going to have to find out if Abimelech returns Sarah or not. And I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but he'd be stupid not to return Sarah to her husband. So this was a breakdown of Genesis chapter 20 verses 1 through 8. And I really liked this part of scripture. In fact, 
Abraham's story and Sarah's story both are very fascinating to me. I do enjoy talking about them. So if you want to support P40 Ministries financially, you can go to www.p40ministries.com shop and take a look at some of the t-shirts I have in that store. And not just t-shirts, but pillows and coffee mugs and hoodies and all sorts of wonderful items, especially coming up for Christmas. Great time for you to buy some presents for your family. I want to thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in every morning. I will see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Happy listening and God bless everybody. Bye.